Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Seary. Last week, we talked about how men and women are different, and not just how our bodies are shaped and designed, and not even how we differ in our thoughts and actions, but our brains are physically different from each other. Throw in a little autism spectrum disorder, and those differences are even more pronounced, but ultimately they manifest themselves differently. The bottom line is there are multiple reasons that boys are four times as likely to be diagnosed as on the spectrum as girls are to be diagnosed. Now, today we're shifting a little bit and to talk about how the left of normal individual interacts with others, how it can be difficult to make friends, and how meeting people often comes with an immense amount of pressure that ends up being rather exhausting. There are a bunch of different methods of meeting people. We all know this. Uh, it can be in a mostly individual setting. Uh, let's say you, you head over to your bestie's house and there's someone new, new there that you haven't met before. Or perhaps you go to a party that someone is throwing and there are people there that you don't know and you're ultimately forced to interact with them. Or perhaps you run a business and so you go to these various networking events so that you can meet other people and grow your network and ultimately ensure that your business does not crumble beneath you. Regardless of why or where or how the left of normal person meets new people, the checklist of how I go about interacting and how doing that, how I go through those conversations, is more or less the same. Upon introduction, the brain is sent into overdrive. Suddenly, I'm trying to fi figure out and ensure that I'm doing everything the right way, the way a normie would do. I shake hands, I nile, I smile, I nod. Nod and smile together apparently is nile. I, I nod and smile, I act interested, I worry if there's boogers hanging out of my nose, wonder if the food is still in my beard because I saw it there earlier but I don't really remember clearing it out of there. I try to figure out what to do with my hands once the obligatory handshaking is done. I put them in my pockets, behind my head, just keep shaking hands throughout the entire length of the conversation. And then by the time all of these things, wondering if I'm doing it right, cycles through, the conversation has already started and I've totally missed the part where they said their name. So now we get into the conversation and I'm still constantly trying to analyze this situation. I'm comparing what I'm saying to other conversations that I have had or overheard. I'm trying to make sure that I don't interrupt, trying to make sure I don't talk too long or too little, ask a question about this person's, I don't even remember their name, so asking questions is, well, out of the question. And now we are on to the third topic and I'm standing there with a blank look on my face because I'm so lost, I don't even know what to do. 
Of course, that doesn't happen every time. And over the years, it gets a little easier. I get a little bit better at doing this conversation game. I find the right words to say. And uh, so like a networking event is sometimes a little easier because I'm a little more prepared than a chance encounter at a house party. We're all there to network. So the go-to question of, so how did you get into the industry that you just said you were in, but I wasn't paying attention when you were talking about it? How did you get into that? And generally an easy one to really just get, it's generally an easy one to get them talking again while I map out the right words for the next part of the conversation. And then all the while, I'm still hoping that I'm saying the right words, words that normies just seem to know and they can adjust on the fly. Meeting new people can take a lot of work. It can be a lot of pressure and it might cause anxiety and exhaustion but that doesn't mean the left of normal community does not want to have or doesn't enjoy the connections. What often happens though is a scenario similar to the following. A left of normal meets a new friend. The pressure of meeting goes relatively smoothly and then subsequent interactions aren't quite as difficult as the first. So when the left of normal person is invited to another gathering or event, they agree to attend because they've built this relationship and this person seems to understand them. Now, sometimes those get togethers aren't a big deal, but sometimes they're overwhelming or often there's no way to fully expect what's going to happen beforehand. And so if there's plenty of time to prepare, us left of normals can analyze where we're at and decide how much crap from the normies we're willing to put up with. And this analysis often includes how easy will it be to escape from the social situation should things become far too overstimulating. Often, however, when there is no way to at least reasonably predict the upcoming situation, let alone accurately predict it, the invitation to attend is politely declined. If the assembly is going to be somewhere that it will be very difficult to leave at any given point, something where you would, where I, the left of normal, would be forced to wait until the very end and unable to bow out whenever it's much harder to accept the invitation to that event. But what ends up happening is a left of normal will turn down a couple of invitations, whether it's due to just exhaustion at the give, any given moment, they can't accurately predict what's going to happen, or just it sounds like something really stupid and they don't wanna go. They turn a couple of these down and all of a sudden, you're labeled as the guy that never shows up or never agrees to do anything. And so people just stop inviting you to do anything at all. And now the left of normal is forced back into the pressure to meet new people in order to get invited to taxing social situations and ultimately not get invited anymore because he or she has opted to keep their mental health instead of appeasing the normies.
and it starts the cycle all over again. And so eventually, after going through this cycle enough times, it's easier to just not meet new people, to stay home, build a fort out of couch cushions, and eat goldfish crackers in your protective fort, allowing in only dogs and the occasional cat. But wait, I'm not done yet. If you have ever been on a date, you probably know the pressure of how long do I wait to contact the person? Is it the next day or wait three days or a week or text them as soon as the date is over? These same predicament, predicaments run through the left of normal mind, but it's not just on dates. It's for all connections. Now, obviously it's not going to be how soon do I call to meet them up again or go on a second networking date type thing, but how about connections from even way back when? Let's use the example of high school friends. We were close in high school. We were close in college, maintained closity or closeness or whatever for a while after that. And then when life gets busy, now how soon, how often do we reach out and just say, what's up? And then it turns out that it's probably been too long. Now, should I actually contact them? But it's kind of weird to do it now because now it's been way too long. And so I'll just never contact them again and imagine that they're very angry with me and that will make the lack of contact seem even easier because I did something wrong, now they're mad at me, and so it's just easier just to never talk to each other ever again. Uh, it's a little easier these days because some of my friends will understand that if I just send an irreverent or tasteless meme, uh, they know that I'm checking in on them by doing that, but not all friendships and connections are the same. And maybe we'll dive into that a little bit more at a later date. But for now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Join the Facebook community. That's at facebook.com slash groups slash left of normal community. Remember that if we are in a conversation and I'm just kind of staring at you blankly, it's because my mind is in overdrive trying to process all the information that has come up to this point, including everything that's going around on around us and make sense of it all while still trying to pay attention to whatever it is you are saying. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.